What's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls? Welcome back to another episode of Time Out with Tony, your host, Tony. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. So, today we're going to be doing another album review. Yeah, bitch. Today, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to be reviewing the posthumous debut studio album from Pop Smoke titled Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. It's the first album in over, I'd say, nine. In the 19 since the 1990s to remain at the top for more than a year hip-hop album that is um a lot of people have praised this this album not only for its artwork but for its pieces of work and how it represented what pop smoke stood for um not to mention um well the amount of financial success the album had you, wow all right before we get into today's episode, I want to take a quick minute and thank you guys all so much for the support. It means a lot, really, so keep up the support. And, um, yeah, without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, let's, uh, let's get into let's get into today's episode. So, without further ado, sit back, relax, crack open a beer, soda, and our water, folks, and enjoy because this is Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. I be in New York with the gangsters. No one nigga that'll shoot you for a tandem. If my ops is chilling in the foreign, then my nigga shoot up the phantom. I be in New York with the gangsters. No one nigga that'll shoot you for a tandem. If my ops is chilling in the foreign. Then my nigga shoot up the phantom. Four four got a kickback, click clack get back. Shots hit your rip pack, or you could get chin chat. Them twirling niggas acting up, so niggas packed them up. Brazy was acting tough, so niggas slapped them up. Five smoke on top, niggas mad as fuck. Six by six, big bends on my wrist. If you don't got your nails done, you are not it. Automatically on the block list. A lot of people you may uh, like like yourself might may be asking you know why 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 are you more focused on uh, you know this guy you know um, more towards this side. Well, I I, I want to start off you know with topics that I'm comfortable talking about, and then when the time you know is necessary, um, you know expand into different genres, different you know things. But for right now, I actually kind of want to, you know, do things that I'm comfortable with. There we go. So, for those of you that do not know, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon is the posthumously released debut studio album from American rapper Pop Smoke. It was released on July 3rd, 2020 by Victor Victor Worldwide and Republic Records, a deluxe edition of of the album that includes 15 additional tracks, including remixes... Of three songs, of three songs that were on the album was released on July twenty that same year. That's uh, that's the same day that Pop Smoke would have been twenty one. American rapper Fifty Cent executive produced the album following the murder of Pop Smoke during a home invasion gone wrong on February nineteenth, two thousand twenty. Fifty Cent finished the album for Pop Smoke by calling the featured artist and taking care of the deadlines. After the completion, Fifty helped fulfill Pop Smoke's wish to take his mother to an awards show. 
Jess Jackson went on to master and sequence the album and rework the tracks to get the professional sound of a big recording studio. Before his death, Pop Smoke had begun to set up for shoot for the star set up for the shoot for the stars foundation that helps the youth achieve their goals while living and growing in difficult circumstances while providing access to technology and other resources. Guest appearances on the album include Quavo, Lil Baby, Da Baby, Soy Lee, Future, Roddy Rich, Tyga, Carol G, and much, much more. Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon was supported by six singles, including U.S. Billboard Top 100, I mean Hot 100, Top 20 Hits, The Woo, Mood Swings, For the Night, What You Know About Love. It went on to receive positive reviews from music critics upon release, and multiple publications praised the production. It also appeared on several publication lists of best albums of 2020, including being placed in the top 10 by Billboard, Complex, and New York Times. Overall, it was a commercial success, debuting at number one on the Billboard 200, giving Pop Smoke his first U.S. number one hit. All 19 tracks on the standard album went on to chart on the Billboard Hot 100 following the first week of its release. The album also went on to win Top 200 Album and Top Rap, uh, top rap Album at the 2021 Billboard Music Awards. So... In terms of background, producer Rico Beats first introduced rapper Pop Smoke to music executive Steven Victor in April 2019. After signing to Victor's label, Victor Victor Worldwide, Pop Smoke told Victor in addition to rapping, he had an experience as a singer, having previously sung for services at a church. In order to demonstrate his abilities, Pop Smoke played Victor an unreleased song called Something Special and another track called What You Know About Love. The latter made a deep impact on the VW executives, and they persuaded them. Uh, they persuaded that Pop Smoke was more than just another drill rapper from Brooklyn. Unfortunately, however, less than a year after signing to Victor's label on February 19, 2020, Pop Smoke was murdered at the age of 20 during a home invasion gone wrong when four hooded men, one of whom was wearing a ski mask carrying a handgun, broke into the Hollywood Hills Pop Smoke was renting. A 15-year-old boy, the youngest of the four intruders, shot Pop Smoke three times in the chest with a Beretta M9 after fighting with him. The robbers went on to steal Pop Smoke's diamond-studded Rolex watch, which they went on to sell for only $2,000. After this, Pop Smoke was rushed to Cedar Sinai Medical Center, where, par- where doctors performed a tra- uh, thoracotomy on the left side of his chest, but a few hours later was pronounced dead. At the beginning of March 2020, American rapper 50 Cent announced on Instagram feed that he had been listening to Pop Smoke's work and decided to help the fin- uh, finish the late artist's debut album by serving as an executive producer. In a later interview with Billboard, 50 said that he would not earn any money as the album's executive producer. He only wanted to finish it because of his relationship with Pop Smoke. As executive producer, 50 went on to contact artists such as Roddy Rich, Drake, Chris Brown, asking them if they wanted to be included on the record. After production was completed, 50 said and help fulfill Pop Smoke's desire to take his mother to an award show. It is also said around this time that he began setting up for his foundation in order to help people despite living and growing and growing up in difficult circumstances. So that explains where the name came from. Before being signed to Victor Worldwide, he recorded a lot of the first a lot of the uh, first few songs for shoot for the stars and for the moon in london the bahamas paris even after completing his mixtapes meet the woo and meet the woo too he wanted to show how he had matured musically and around the time of his death he had flown to los angeles to record as much music as possible for the album which means literally a lot of the tracks a lot of the vocals were literally recorded days some even hours before he was even shot <clears throat> 
sorry. I got a little lightheaded. <clears throat> so he planned to record as much as he could for the album, and his team was planning to complete the album in LA. He was also scheduled to embark on his debut headlining concert tour, Meet the Woo Tour, from the first week of March. His album was to have been mixed and mastered while on tour. According to Victor, his debut album was meant to showcase his talent. After his murder, Victor had lost interest in finishing the album until he met 50, who persuaded Victor that finishing the album would help honor Smoke's, Pop Smoke's wish for it to be released by summer of 2020. 50 Cent also argued that the record's release would help support Pop Smoke's family. To ensure the release, 50 Cent told Victor that he was not ready to complete the project. 50 would executive produce the album. Victor went on to agree with this, and 50 listened to all of the songs, sequenced them, and promoted the album. In an interview with Complex, he said that Possible had recorded about 50 to 60 tracks. Some of them weren't even completed, some had a chorus that was finished, and then somebody else rapped into it, and he put a verse on it. End quote. According to Victor, 80% of the songs were finished before 50 got involved, and largely added some ad-libs or changed the verse here and there. Just Jackson, the album's mastering engineer, described his job as wizardry largely because he was constrained by the time by the sometimes poorly recorded material and unfinished vocal uh, double vocals. According to Jackson in Complex, if Pop Smoke was around to this day, he would ask him to get back into the studio and just lay an additional double or something. But however, he wasn't, and so he refined the tracks to get the professional sound of a big recording studio. He wanted to honor some Bob Smoke's memory by not changing it to a large extent. While sequencing the album, Republic Records wanted the track listing to be a certain way, but Jackson realized that some of the tracks didn't even work together. Jackson and the record company then cooperated to sequence the film. I mean, the album, so each song is in time with the next track. He submitted the final version of the album's masters at 6 a.m. on June 30, 2020. Literally four days before the release. He said that it had been a difficult process and that he had been working on the album for over six months, often working on it for 10 to 12 hours a day. Do you believe that? All right, folks. The review itself, let's get into the tracks. So, <clears throat> track number one, Bad Bitch from Tokyo. It's an intro. It's only 40. Uh, it's not even an entire minute long. It's all right. The beat is good. The drop is good. The lyrics, um, it's just him, you know, predicting his death like every other rapper at this point does. Nothing very, you know, special. Although I do I, I do praise producers 808 Mellow and Wonder Girl for, for their for, uh, talents. Uh, those are two producers that if I ever do become a rapper, I look forward to looking uh, working with very much. Alright, Aim for the Moon featuring Quavo. Good vocals from Quavo. I very like I very much like the relationship that Pop Smoke and Quavo had. Um, if you listen to Pop Smoke's previous records, like Meet uh, Meet the Woo Volume 2, um, the other songs that are on this uh, album as well, the tracks that he has with Quavo, um, very good chemistry between these two. And it's very sad, you know, to see that we won't be able to, you know, get the get to see their um what they evolve, evolved to. I feel like it would have been great. But, you know, that's the way it is. Uh, but over, overall, you know, the production for the uh, for the song, the beat, still very enjoy, enjoying to listen to. Um, yeah, not, not much else to say. For the Night. Now, this, actually, this song was actually the highest charting song from the album. It charted number six on the Billboard uh, Hot 100. I gotta say, I'm not very, you know, a, a huge fan of this song. It it's, it's, it has a feature featuring Lil Baby and Da Baby, so you know, there's a reason why it's in, it went in number six. Um, I don't, I don't like the song very much. It sounds very basic, very, uh, yeah, 
practically basic to the tra- trap genre, Atlanta uh, genre. If we're gonna Atlanta trap genre, if we're gonna be honest, uh, to be exact, it's very repetitive. Same thing with Little Baby and the Babies verses. It's very overrated, if you ask me. I don't really, you know, like it very much. Um, but whatever, it's there. All right, next track, track number four, four four Bulldog. I gotta say, this is my favorite song off the album, if I'm honest. Four four Bulldog. Best song off the album is the voice, the low bass. It just sounds like something that's meant for a, like a movie trailer or like a movie. A lot of the, uh, if, if I'm honest, a lot of the tracks on this album look like sound like they're meant for a movie. Um, but you know, four four Bulldog is a song that is a song, my favorite pop smoke song to the date. Um, it's a song that I think best represents the Brooklyn drill genre. Um, not nothing too basic, nothing out of the ordinary either. Um, yeah, track number five, Gangstas, very huge. Um, throwback and reminder of how you know very fifty like Pop Smoke was Gangstas. It's got a piano beat, you know. If um, very much represents well represents New York rap as a whole. Um, and just the energy Pop Smoke brings, you know, gangsters. You know, I'll be in New York with the gangsters. Know some? Gonna shoot you for a Tim. You know, it's just very uh, relaxing. You know, track number six. Yeah, yeah. I will say, Pop Smoke. When it comes to singing, it's it's all right. It's very. Mm, it can get very annoying at times, especially with the auto tune. But mm, overall, it's it's okay. Uh, very fun melody, very relaxing, um, laid back, sort of, sort of, uh, sort of song, um, yeah, it's not much else to say. Track number seven, Creature, featuring Sway Lee, Sway Lee on a drill beat. It's not something I, um, I, I expect I'd hear one day, but I, it was very well executed. I think Sway Lee did very well on this beat. Um, bit of a fun fact, actually. The song, Pop Smoke's verse, was taken from a different song. Um, so, you know, that kind of throws off the pacing for Pop Smoke. But overall, it's a very decent song. A bit underrating, underrated. Uh, again, huge shout out to the producer, 808 Mellow. Did his thing here, you know, as he does with other drill tracks. Um... Very underrated. Number track number eight, snitching featuring Quavo and Future. I gotta say this is this song was very forgetful. It's very forgetful. Although I do like Future's verse on here. Um, it's still basic. The whole song, the song as a whole, it's very basic. If if I'm gonna be honest, um, in the Atlanta trap setting, um, just the song as a whole, it's very basic, very forgetful. Not much else to say about it. Track number nine, Make It Rain, featuring Rowdy Rebel. Now, this was the first track they released, the first single they released off the album. Um, it's catchy. The song is catchy. The production is catchy. Um, Rowdy Rebel's uh, verse, it's very, very... Um, it's a bit difficult to listen to, to be fair. Although, you know, the verse was recorded from Roman's prison phone. So from Rowdy Rebel's prison phone, so I, I I understand why it was like that, but it's a good song. It would have been better, you know, if 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 Rowdy Rebel's first was in garbage, and I do understand that, you know, he was in prison. What you want them to do, <laughs> you know? 
Alright, track number 10, The Woo, featuring 50 Cent and Roddy Rich. The energy brought here by Pop Smoke is just, wow, through the roof, if I'm going to be honest. Um, the energy he brings in his verse, how very, you know, reminiscent he, very, I mean, like, very, yeah, very reminiscent he is of, uh, of 50 Cent. And Roddy Rich, you know, he does his thing too with the singing. It's very wonderful. He does his, you know, singing, rapping, same type uh, at the same time kind of thing, and he does it very well. Fifty's verse on this song, very great as well. You know, it's fifty. Track number eleven, West Coast Ship, featuring Tyga and Quavo. Quavo, he has a good verse. I will be honest. I will admit, he has a very. Uh, I do love his verse. Same thing with Pop Smoke. His verse on this song is very good. The production handled by DJ Mustard. A uh, huge shout out to DJ Mustard, a very good producer from the West Coast. If I'm honest, um, West Coast shit. It's a good track. You know, very basic in terms of like West Coast. Um, or like you know West Coast customs. Uh, very basic, very generic, if I'm gonna be honest. But at the same time, hearing pop hop on a you know West Coast track, it's very um, not amazing, but you know it's it's cool that he's showing a versatility, expanding from the Brooklyn drill genre. Which overall, that that's the concept of this album, pretty much. You know, it shows him you know expanding, uh, showing his versatility, going into different subgenres, and I very much like this this uh, this this piece of work. Track number 12, Enjoy Yourself, featuring Carol G. Now, this song I was obviously made for for um, international charts. Uh, that being said, Carol G, you know, Colombian singer, very good verse from her part. You know, I was able to understand Spanish. I'm able to understand Spanish, sorry. And I enjoyed his verse. It was it was nice, very, you know, Latin-like very soothing Posmo's voice at the same time on the song very smoothing although you can't really much take away a lot from this song it's very generic at the same time again you know your average club song so there you go track 13 mood swings featuring little tj the most overrated song on this on this album as well mood swings shoddy a little baddie it's very annoying very generic love song um, if I'm gonna be honest, very, ugh, just generic, if, if I'm honest, I don't really like it, it's, it's whatever. Track 14, Something Special, I gotta say, I like this song a lot, it's very, it's, it shows off his versatility, once again, like other tracks, and it's something that very sticks with you because of the sample, because of the production, the production on this song is very wonderful, gives us 2000 vibes, which I very much would've loved to see from Pop Smoke, but unfortunately, you know, we can't. But still, you know, um, something special. It's a good track. Very reminiscent of the 2000s. Same thing with track 15, What You Know About Love. Peaked at number nine. The second highest charting song on the album. Uh, what You Know About Love. Very reminiscent, once again, of the 2000s. Um, but at the same time, at this, at this point, you know, you're kind of just tired of hearing you know love songs at this point in the album you know because since enjoy yourself since track 12 keep in mind we're at track 15 you've been listening to like at least three or four love songs at this point and you're kind of irritated um so you know by this point and it's a good song although you know by this point everyone's just fucking irritated at the love songs but overall it's a very nice song it's a very nice song very soft very shows shows the verse versatility 
uh, track 16, Diana, featuring King Combs. Now, fun fact, well, not so fun, but this song was recorded the same, the same night Pop Smoke was murdered. Um, I don't really like this song, if I'm honest. It's very, uh, basic, once again. Um, very repetitive. Nothing special from King Combs. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. Track 17, Got It On Me. Second best song on the, on the album. Once again, very reminiscent of 50 Cent. And it just, it's, it's a, the song itself, the title itself, the concept itself, it's very, um, tragic. If I do say so myself, saying is how, you know, Pop Smoke, uh, how, you know, Pop Smoke, uh, how his demise was, you know? He, um, it's very, it's very foreshadowing at his unfortunate demise. But at the same time, he's bringing that 50 energy, and it's it's a song that, you know, just makes you want to try. It's very motivational. And I'll just leave that right there. Track 18, Tonal Vision, outro. You know, it's just him reminiscing, you know, saying what he wants to do with this, what, what, what he, you know, what his, his future goals were, what he wanted his future to look like. Um, not much else to say about it. You know, nothing special. There's a bonus track, Dior. This is most basic track. Um, Alright, that's enough of that. So, the rating. On a scale of 1 to 10, I've got to give Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, a... An 8 out of 10. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I gotta give Shoot for the Stars. Aim for the Moon. An 8 out of 10. Now, the reason why would be, well, for starters, the versatility shown on this album is a huge factor. Huge, 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 huge factor, really. I don't think this album would have made, um, made the charts had it not been for the versatility and 50 promoting it. Um... But, yeah, um, <clears throat> it was, versatility was perfect, alright? The sequencing, I gotta give it, you know, it's very wonderful, really, the sequencing. It makes me feel like I'm, like, looking at a documentary, or, or, I don't know, I just, I can't help but think of it as, like, a documentary as to, you know, who Pop Smoke was. I, I felt like the album, you know, best represented what he was, and just a celebration of his work and what he stood for. And I felt like this album best represents that. Um, the sequencing, once again, you know, I liked it. The production was very, uh, very great. If I'm gonna great, I wouldn't say you know awesome or amazing or anything, anything like that. You know, just great. Um, because you know some tracks did you know appeal to me. Some tracks, you know, there's like you know it's the most boring, most repetitive, most generic shit I've ever heard. But at the same time, some other tracks, you know, they were like, "I right, this is a banger, fucking You know what I'm saying? So, there's that. Um, Feature-wise, it was okay. You know, some the artists, some artists, you know, they came in, did, you, did their thing, you know, carried. Um, but to be fair, you know, what can we do? Pop Smoke's dead. We're working with what we got here, bitches. Pardon me. <clears throat> but yeah. 
those are my thoughts on that. Um, but overall, this is a very not impactful album. Just rather a one that's very that's gonna you know be remembered for years to come. Um, yeah, it's that's pretty much it. The deluxe, I didn't really like the deluxe very much. It was very. Eh. So repetitive. A lot of the verses are very used. It's you could tell it's you could tell they just you know smacked a few you know verses here and there. This isn't the original work. Nothing is original. You know they just smacked up real verses here, a few verses there. Called it a day. Um, there really isn't much to say about it. Um, that's pretty much it, folks. <laughs> Let me know what you guys think about the album. You know, give us a text. Let us know what you think. We're thinking about getting a Twitter. Should we get a Twitter? I want to, but at the same time, I really don't want to. We'll figure it out, but most likely. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. Once again, folks, let me know what you guys think. Thank you guys all so much for listening to the episode. Uh, keep those plays up. Keep those support up. Tell everybody. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it, folks. We'll see you back here tomorrow, um, with our latest episode. So, yeah, that's pretty much it, folks. Season finale week. Yeah, bitch. Um, thank you guys all so much for listening, and we'll catch you all in the next episode. Thank you, goodbye, and, uh, well, well, uh, see you tomorrow. Bye. Don't you get drive. <laughs>